Welcome to the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Foresight. At Foresight, we are cultivating healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. Thank you for tuning into today's podcast. Please enjoy the rest of our show. Hey, friends, I'm Jenny Catron, founder and CEO of the Foresight Group, and your host for today's podcast episode. It has been such a great week here at the Foresight Group. We just wrapped up the Culture Conference, and you guys, it was phenomenal. I hope most of you were there and got to watch it. If you weren't, you can still get access to the replay. If you go to cultureconference.org, there's a way for you to get on-demand access. It's going to require you set up an account with Teachable. That's the platform that's hosting it, but it's free through the end of August. After that, there's going to be a cost for long-term access to the content, but through the end of August, you can still get access to all of the sessions for free. So. I want you to hit pause right now. If you weren't at the conference and you weren't registered, hit pause right now, go to cultureconference.org and get access to the on-demand replay of all of the content. Because you guys, it was so good. Every session was packed with just amazing insights from phenomenal speakers. Just the speaker lineup and their generosity was so incredibly fantastic. And then the content was just good. We were taking notes like crazy. I heard that from so many people who were watching. By the way, over 4,000 of you were registered for Culture Conference. So uh, the feedback has been so, so, so great. And um, I'm just really hopeful that it does what we desire it to do, is to help you build a thriving and healthy team that allows you to achieve your mission. That is the goal, pure and simple. We want to help you build a thriving and healthy team that can achieve your mission together. And so every one of the sessions is designed to do that. And I think it's going to really get you thinking about how to build that kind of culture. One of the things I would recommend is pick one or two of your favorite talks and use them for some staff development. Watch them in a staff meeting together and then discuss it. Again, most of the talks are between 8 and 12 minutes. And so they're really like bite-sized conversations that you can create with your team. So put a little bug in your ear to do that because I think it's going to help start the right conversations for you and your team. Today, I want to share with you one of the sessions from the conference. Um, They were all so good, but this one in particular, Matt Tresseter from Leader shared about the importance of one-on-one meetings with your team. Guys, this is something I hear over and over from leaders that we work with who don't prioritize their one-on-one meetings with their direct reports. And it's the first thing I instruct them to fix because you need that intentional time to develop your team in order to help them lead better and for you to accomplish what you need to through your team. And so Matt talks about the power of the one-on-one meeting. And I think this one is worth hearing again. If you were at the conference, you need to hear it again. I need to hear it again. If you weren't able to attend the conference, this will give you just a taste of what to expect from some of the other sessions. Let me tell you a little bit about Matt before we jump into his session. Matt Tresseter is CEO and co-founder of Leader. They're a people development software company that helps leaders engage and grow every person on their team. The platform enhances one-on-one leadership development at every level of the organization, creating healthy cultures of feedback and learning. Guys, this is powerful. And basically, Leader is a software tool that enables you and helps you create those conversations, those one-on-one conversations that foster feedback and learning. Incredibly simple to use, but really powerful in how it impacts your team. And Leader was one of the sponsors of Culture Conference. So we are really grateful for both 
their sponsorship of the event, as well as their investment in us. So back to Matt. He was also part of PushPay, which many of you are probably familiar with. The online giving platform grew really rapidly, has impacted so many organizations, especially churches, in creating those online giving platforms. So he was the first sales hire for PushPay. Matt is passionate about hiring, training, and developing leaders at every level of the organization. And this passion is the foundation of why leader exists. And their desire is to develop 1 million leaders through their software. So you're going to enjoy hearing from Matt. I hope it inspires you to keep those one-on-one meetings on your calendars. If you do nothing else from the conference, investing in that one-on-one time with your leaders, I believe is some of the most critical work you can do. So I hope you enjoy hearing from Matt Tresseter. I'll never forget it. It was a Thursday afternoon. I was sitting at my desk, minding my own business, and I got this message all of a sudden from my boss. His name was Chris. He says, hey, Matt, can you come over and catch up with me? And I thought, sure, you know, I was doing really well at the time. I thought I was king of the world. So I go down to his office all casual and relaxed and enjoying my time, and I wander in and sit down in his chair, and he says, hey, I have some feedback for you. And we all love those magical words, right? If you're anything like me, your heart begins to sink. You feel, oh, here we go. It's coming. I didn't expect this today, but I guess this is happening. Chris looks at me dead in the eyes and says, Matt, it's time for you to level up. It's time for you to level up. He said, you have been dressing, I love this line, you have been dressing like an intern and not a director. You have been dressing like an intern and not a director. And who knows, he wasn't just speaking about what I was wearing. He said, the way that you're carrying yourself doesn't have the same level of urgency and the same level of excellence that I've come to expect from you. You have to level up. It's time to be better. I remember that situation very clearly. And I'm sure you've got other situations in your past where someone's taken the time to sit down with you and give you feedback similar to that and share it with you. Hey, Matt, it's time for you to level up. But here's the thing. Most of those conversations, if not all of those conversations, where that growth and change really occur, happens within the confines of a relationship with someone that we respect and admire, and usually within a one-on-one context. That conversation changed the trajectory of my career, and it was truly the foundation of why I co-founded Leader. You see, we believe that the single most important leadership development tool that a manager has is the one-to-one meeting with their manager and his or her direct reports. We believe it so strongly that we created an entire software to make one-on-ones as easy and as scalable as possible so you can develop leaders at every level of the organization. But the reality is we don't make time to have enough of these crucial one-on-one conversations. If you're like me and you come into a really busy week, maybe you have an upcoming project or an upcoming initiative or a looming target that's coming up on your calendar, usually the first thing we do is we cancel our one-to-one meetings and we justify it. We say things like, They'll be fine. They're great. They're a team player. They'll understand. But when we continually cancel and or reschedule our one-on-one meetings, we prioritize projects over people. And over time, that begins to have an impact on not only our relationships, but the culture of our team. It's sad, even unintentionally, when we make that decision, when people move down our priority list and projects move up. It's something we need to reverse, and it's something that we need to change. My mentor tells me, Matt, If you're too busy to make time for people, then you're too busy. 
And I love this quote from Jason Lemkin, the former CEO of Adobe and the founder of Sasta. He says, you don't have time for one-on-ones. This is true. But the thing is, you also don't not have time. There isn't a better investment that you can make in people than meeting once a week. Get it on the calendar. Effective one-on-one time with our team is so crucial to the development, the growth, and overall just building trust and culture within our teams. But they're only effective if you have these five key components. Number one, you have to be present. Anytime we go into a conversation, people are always thinking about what's the next thing I'm going to say? What's happening after this meeting? Or what am I cooking for dinner tonight? Or what's the thing I have to plan for for next week? Anything but the conversation that we're in. It can be hard to be present. And in that moment, we actually need to give that person our full and undivided attention. What makes one-on-one so effective, however, is when you give that person the attention and the care that they deserve. Secondly, both of you have to be prepared. I think it's so easy for us, especially if you're running at a fast pace, jumping from meeting to meeting, conversation to conversation, without any forethought about what truly needs to be discussed ahead of the conversation. Challenge yourself to have an agenda put together 24 hours before every single meeting, preferably an agenda that's collaborative. So it's not just you that's contributing, it's also them. Having an agenda that's collaborative and visible prepares both people for the one-on-one. I was talking to one of my friends recently who was just starting a new job. And he told me that he was really nervous ahead of one of the first meetings he was having with one of the executives. And I asked why, because we both knew the executive that he was meeting with and they're great. My friend responded with, yeah, I just don't know what we're going to talk about. You know, there's this thing that happens when we don't know what's going to be discussed. Our anxiety begins to build up. Our imaginations run amok. We start to think the worst case scenario, when in reality, it might just be a harmless conversation. Prepare ahead of time, have an agenda, have it be collaborative, and have it accessible. Ensure that the agenda can be seen ahead of that one-on-one. Thirdly is perspective. I love this quote from Marcus Buckingham. He says, the truth hides in your office. We need to have the perspective of, okay, how does the location of this meeting change the perspective of the message and the tone of the conversation that I need to have. If you're having it in your office, it's going to be more formal. If you're going to have it walking around the building or in a coffee shop, it's going to be less formal. Neither of those is right or wrong, but we need to adjust the location of the meeting depending on the nature of the conversation that needs to be had. And number four is performance. Clarity is so important to understanding how people are performing. People want to know, am I winning? Am I doing a good job? And in every conversation, touch on the performance of that individual. How are they doing in their role? Give them some feedback. Let them know how they are tracking. And fifthly, and probably the most important, is personalization. If you have a growing team, this is paramount to success. Let's say you have eight people that are your direct reports. It can be easy to jump from conversation one to conversation two, treating each conversation, every person as if they were the same. You can come out of one conversation and just treat every single meeting exactly the same. The reality is everyone is different, which means every conversation needs to be different. So take the opportunity to think through, how can I personalize this meeting to them and their needs, their wants and their desires? Maybe even think about their personality assessments. If they've done an Enneagram or the DISC profile, how do I speak to an Enneagram 3 versus an Enneagram 7 or a dominant DISC versus an influential DISC? A final thought, as you're thinking about how to have great meetings, here is a quote for you. How do you measure the effectiveness of your one-on-ones? 
When the meeting is over, are your people leaving energized, enthusiastic, and motivated? Are they leaving smiling? Or are their shoulders sagging, eyes glazed, and dragging themselves out of the meeting? That is your scorecard as a leader. It's a pretty convicting thought, thinking about every time we meet with people, how are they walking away? Are they inspired? Are they encouraged? Are they walking away like they just got the secret source for things that are going to help them to go on with their day? Or do they feel their eyes glaze, their shoulders sagging, and feel like they just got beaten over the head? So those are the five key components to effective one-on-ones. Be present, prepare, have perspective, bring clarity to performance, and have your message be personalized. When we do those five things, it's guaranteed that everybody will have more effective one-on-ones. Thank you for listening to the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please email Jenny at podcast at get the number four site.com. If this content has helped you in any way, we would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and on social networks. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing content coming from the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast. Your comments mean the world to us, so please rate and leave comments on our podcast. And remember, you need foresight for success. We will see you next time.